your horse training questions answered. Answered. Welcome to the Carson James Podcast, your weekly boost of horsemanship. No jargon, no fluff, and no BS. Just natural, proven solutions that work. And now, here's Carson James. All right, so here is the deal with the extended trot. At every clinic, we always say at least probably 10 or 15 times that there is something magical about trotting really, really fast on a loose rein with the hands forward, wide, and low. This is going to allow you to keep the horse looking straight ahead where he's going without having back pressure on the reins, making him feel confined, which is what would well, would be one of the things that could cause him to become more spooky and herd-bound and things like that. So you want to do this not not just in a in a ring of some kind where it's just round and round and round. You want to do it to where you get on your horse and you actually let him go out and go somewhere. So like down a dirt road, out through, you know, pastures from corner to corner and then across the middle, just anything like that. The bigger of an area and the more ground you can allow the horse to cover, the better it's going to be. And there's there's something about what it does for their mentality. And what I believe is that it shows the horse that he can move in a very natural and balanced way, even with a saddle and a rider on his back, to where you're more apt to get your horse traveling kind of crooked and funky if you try this at a lope. And the other thing is, is loping is kind of like lifting weights, where trotting or extended long trotting would be like swimming you'll develop the strength and the health of the horse's overall body to a deeper degree with extended trotting, more so than you would loping or walking. This is also a great thing you can do to help your horse get off of his front end. This is also a really good thing to do for horses that are lazy, and kind of the way it works is... is when he kind of gets in a habit of always moving and traveling in a way that causes him to put effort into his movements and some effort into his thoughts, it's like the total opposite of just some dead plug that just kind of drags his feet around and everything that he does. So it can also do a lot to help a horse get lighter not only physically, but mentally as well. And we won't go down that rabbit hole tonight, but it helps with your horse's willingness as well. One of the most common places it can be used is getting a horse to go into a lope without having any weird stuff going on. So for the 30 years or however long I've been However long I've been doing this horse thing, one of the one of the most common deals is, hey Carson, I can't get this horse to lope. Hey Carson, this horse picks up the incorrect lead. 
Uh, hey, Carson, this horse goes to crow hopping when you try to get him to lope. And with about a 95, 98% success rate, if I was to put a number on it, the key to all of that is get the horse into a free, natural, extended trot. And then from there, don't try to kick him into a lope. Ask him to trot even a little bit faster. Well, after you do that and release and reward and then ask again about two or three more times, he's going to be trotting about as fast as he physically can. So then you start to reach down there and ask him to trot a little faster. And the difference here is, instead of just kind of left-fielding him and trying to kick him into a lope, binding up the reins and making him feel confined and all that, you are just simply going to ask him to trot a little faster, and the result is, if you will, kind of just humor me and look at it this way, the horse kind of says, well, gee whiz, I'm already trotting as fast as I can. I guess I'll lope now. The difference there is you made it the horse's idea to do it. Now, you also find, and you might even have one yourself, to where the horse has spent so much time being supposedly trained that you cannot get that horse to open up his gait and lengthen his spine and travel around with some extension in his walk or his trot or his lope. A lot of people are under the impression that good horse training is just getting them to where they're always binded up and going around real gathered up and slow and soft. And there is a time and a place for that. There's a time and a place for all this stuff. But where that becomes a problem is when you have ingrained that into the horse so much, or let's not even say ingrained it in so much or too much. Let's change that to say, when you have taught your horse to carry himself in that gathered up, binded kind of body frame, without also being able to show that horse that there are other times where you want him to extend and free up his feet and his abdomen and his top line and all these things. So none of this stuff is good or bad. It, it gets to be a problem when you've kind of forgot the other thing or left it behind, for example. Then just kind of a random fact here uh, that goes along with all of this. One of the biggest things that you should never try to let your horse get into a habit of doing is walking around real slow and plotty, where he's just kind of like pretty much half asleep, shuffling his feet. Now, if you're asking him to do this, you know, if you ask him to do that, that's one thing. But there are way too many horses out there where you can't really get them to liven up and walk, and you can't really get them to liven up and trot. And the irony is, is those are kind of the first two things that you go for when you start putting the first rides on a young horse. So... Be very careful and make sure that you don't wind up with a horse who has a natural go-to of when you extend the reins and ask him to go, 
you can't get him to really hit a true trot. Hope that helps everybody out. We will see you next time. You've been listening to the Carson James Podcast. Real. Simple. Horsemanship. Subscribe now to get new questions answered every week. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, drop us a review and share it with your horsey friends. 